0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Two Girls. And
1: a few thoughts.
0: I'm so glad your mic is actually not working because I'm incredibly tired of hearing your singing.
1: Oh my God, that's crazy. It's my favorite thing to do. I don't
0: know why.
1: It just makes me happier. But Songs it, are
0: amazing. It, it like drives me nuts.
1: But there are so many like things you, that drive you nuts. You
0: have a good voice, but singing is not your calling. You
1: know what it is. What it's is it? me that drives you nuts but
0: you can't do anything about it oh my god it's like uh, do y'all know how annoying it is to listen to this girl tanya pretend to be who are you pretending to be just now tamar
1: no this was tamia i was she like, like is in it
0: my ta- house oh my oh. god and i love that song
1: but you just don't
0: know who sing it so <laughs> oh my gosh listening to you made me forget the girl's name my my god that's crazy you were yeah so
1: lucky to hear me sing
0: all the time oh wow lucky i wish i felt so
1: hmm. one day
0: wow so what's happening what's so what's new what i was about to ask you if you were a drunk or anything or feeling kind of sauced. sauce huh i wonder what that actually means Because Uh
1: if we weren't doing anything that required sauces, then how are you then sauced? I would probably be wined. You see how different that is?
0: No. Ladies and gentlemen, she might be drunk. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) What are you saying? No one understands. How many?
1: Maybe four? Wine. I'm wined, not
0: sauce. So literal. Signs are, are not your thing, right? Signs are not your thing. thing. You want them to be? Yeah, but like not in real life. Just when <laughs> they're needed. No. do a tell, because you watch so much reality TV, so you should really be better at slang. Mm-hmm. Since like reality TV, pop culture, most of those places is where people get slangs from. But you always seem to miss them. Like how is that possible? Yo, I'd be
1: so confused with the slangs that I hear in these streets. (laughs) Even though I actually do, to your point, watch a lot of reality shows. Right. Like the most ratchet of the reality shows. Could you name one?
0: Just the working example. Oh my god, I love love and hip hop. Right? Still? Still. New York or Atlanta? Which one? They're all the same
1: because all the characters are now blending into each other. Andy moved from New York to Atlanta.
0: Did she? Yes, because, oh. you know, it's like Black Hollywood. Everybody got to be there. Right. I did see her in this one snippet. I don't know if it was new or old, though. She, do The Safari and um, Erica Mina, do they live in They live in Atlanta, Atlanta. They moved, okay.
1: I want to say, last season. But I love love and hip-hop. I don't care if it's in New York. I don't care if it's in Atlanta. I could do basketball-wise. So when you say love, you love it? Like... What do you mean? Like, I love it. Like, I've been watching it for such a long time that I feel connected to the characters and their lives. That's amazing. Yeah, kind of like how I felt about, like, The Young and the Restless or Bold and the Beautiful. you still watch that, Young and the Restless? I am not watching it consistently, uh-huh. but um, I've learned recently that it's actually pretty normal for folks in our age groups to be connected to those Young and the Restless characters. <laughs> There's this really dope stylist girl that I follow, and she was talking about um the young and the restless on her instagram Which story one? or oh my god what is her name london girl nyc shout out to her love her style she okay a vibe okay but she was talking about how she has been watching young and the restless since she was a baby probably like with her grandmother or something oh my gosh it's a whole vibe so i'm not alone in this
0: there are people out here that watch it. No, and it's you in London, girl. Been watching since you all were, were babies. There are more people. You know what? It's weird. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's an adult show. And you started when you were three? Yes. Where was your mom? Where was mom all this? In the room. In the room. This yes. is how parenting at that time is very different from parenting now. Because it's not a kid's show. But it's not like they're doing
1: salacious things. People just die and they come back. People but, are definitely
0: having sex on Young and the Restless.
1: Not like young you and in the, in the bed. Restless.
0: No. if They're not that restless. I also watched it with you Mama Scandalous as well. scenes? I mean, I think for you to be watching it at three, it's
1: scandalous. Not really. It's kind of the same thing as watching Red and Stimpy or the Rugrats or Hey Arnold. It's the same level of scandal. Don't let them fool you
0: because they're animated, honey. I'm at a loss for words. Dude. You, you think Young and the Restless is the same level of scandal as Ren and the Stimpy? Ren, him and a Ren and the Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy? Actually,
1: Ren and Stimpy is more scandalous than Young and the Restless. Without a doubt.
0: Like, Sell me on this. You
1: absolutely have to look this up. So there is a scene where Ren is using a saw on Stim- Stimpy's back. <laughs> and the <laughs> saw is going up and down on his back. But the saw is attached to Ren's waist. (laughs) So he's going up and down on his back while Stimpy is bent over. And Stimpy's going harder, harder, faster, faster. So it looks like two men having sex. 100%. And then the other day, I was talking to my brothers. And they were telling me about a scene in Hey Arnold where Uh Helga is obsessed with arnold i don't know if you remember this was like a big storyline this was like one of the main storylines. yes so she has a shrine to arnold in her room Mm -hmm. and if you're a kid your perception of the scene when she's looking at the shrine is like oh my gosh she just really loves arnold but in fact as an adult when you watch it you hear her moaning and groaning and it sounds more like sex sounds so what's actually happening is that she's pleasuring herself While looking at Arnold. Arnold? Yes.
0: Wow. Scandal. You know what's so crazy? I watched all of these cartoons as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember half of all the sexual shit that you remember.
1: What do you think that says about you? Well, in the moment, I didn't (laughs) think that they were sexual at all. Oh, really? But as an adult watching them back, because I still love a good cartoon. Mm -hmm. You watch them back and you're like, yo, I don't think a kid should be watching this. Right. It's a lot.
0: It is definitely a lot. But
1: if you also think about the mind of a child, the child is not thinking about these images in the same context.
0: So you were saying that you will go wherever I want to go? That's cute. That's like the cutest best friend thing you've ever said to me that oh wasn't recorded. God. But now you have an opportunity to say it, so come back.
1: That's crazy. I would never say that in <laughs> real life. Guys, she's lying. I,
0: never, I would never <laughs> say that. Wow. Yo, you
1: remember at Nevis there was this thing where... You would ask somebody where they're going. So you'd be like, where are you going? Uh. And they would say, um, I'm going somewhere. Mm. And then they would say, you, the other person would say, oh, I want to go with you. Uh. And then you would say, oh, you're going to follow me to full shit, Bay?"
0: Yes. You know?
1: <laughs> because people so fast, and uh. they want to
0: know where you're going, and they don't know where you're going. Or
1: concerned. that That is called fast. fast.
0: I don't think people know what fast is, right? Eh? Fast, nosy, curious. I they don't was, end people' business. Yeah, I don't think non-Caribbean people say it fast, right? That's a Caribbean thing for sure. I think it's a
1: Caribbean thing. You know, I just said Caribbean, right? Mm. The other day I was talking to a
0: husband,
1: mm. and um, he was saying, do you say Caribbean or Caribbean?
0: Yes. I think about this enunciation all the time. Why do you think about this? I've never because I, about this. I listen to myself pronounce it, and then like Monique, who, of course, is Jamaican, she pronounces it in a different way. Like, she emphasizes it in a different way. But anyway, I'll hold... So, what you've never thought about it, and you thought about it, then you realize, how do you pronounce it? Well, I think I pronounce it differently depending on who I'm
1: talking to and mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, if I'm in full-on Nevis mode...
0: Oh, when is that? In your car? At, at your house? No, when I'm
1: talking to your <laughs> or other people from <laughs> Nevis. I might say Caribbean... Or Caribbean. I don't actually fucking know because my I accent
0: think is so fucked up right now. I'm or drunk. Yo, I don't know. Crazy. I can't tell. Yeah, no, but I do realize like I generally think I say Caribbean, but then I realized, I started noticing it because when I would talk to Monique, she would say Caribbean, mm-hmm. and it's more elongated, and that's how yeah. I started like registering it. But I also feel like a sense of consciousness about if I'm speaking like. English and as they say, standard English.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: can't like, I could switch like mid sentence and start speaking dialect, but then it has to be like a continuous flow of dialect after that point. Mm. So, like, I'll try to like pronounce certain words, um, and it's like it can't be like a one off word. Mm. You know what I mean? It needs yeah, to be like a whole thought, right? Like or else can't I kind of like, like in the middle of the sentence. No, and like it start. Uh, if I do, then it, it. If I put it in the middle, then it means it's probably a stopping point. Yes, and then I don't proceed afterwards. But yeah, I think about right. that specific enunciation all the time. But then, do you also think? So we've been in, uh, we've been living in America for what now, like for 10, I don't 15 know. Years? I don't want to know. A long time, <laughs> right? Not a very long time.
1: Like, how do we? Uh, make sure we maintain our navision mm-hmm. while living in this crazy place.
0: I mean, like, you know, I speak that, like, whenever I am speaking to other Navision people mm-hmm. and other Caribbean people usually. Yeah. Um, I maintain my divisionness by being just me. I think it's reflective not just in my language, but in my customs and the things that I do. So I don't I it's not only about the language. But it's mm. important for me to maintain my my dialect. I mean talking to you, mommy, Xavier, Tara, whoever. Right. Um, and you know I, I have a ton of cousins so it's yes. like, you know, pretty pretty easy to but you have to like practice it. Then you have to like keep up with all of the current slangs so you need like your younger cousins to like help you to figure out what are the slangs that are currently in yeah and then you have to go home maybe like once a year right to catch up with the to catch up that's going on and to
1: see you know you need these people i guess i wonder how other island people maintain their island-ness um but they've been living in this country for such a long time but i think we also do a really good job of not necessarily assimilating all the way to the, the American things because we're so prideful about our culture and our customs that we want to take it wherever we go. Um, but we never really create, like, you know how there's like a little Italy or I think now there's like a little Paris down on the Lower East Side. Cool. Yeah. There's a little Paris. There's a little Paris. Um, wow. Low, I think it's the lower east side in the village area. Mm-hmm. I read this the other day on um, Secret.
0: You're like obsessed with this website right now. Oh my gosh. Shout Secret out to Secret, so New, York. Yeah,
1: right? yeah, Secret, Secret NYC, New York. Yeah, right? Secret NYC? Yeah, Secret NYC is so good. Because you have all these really cool things that you can get into in New York. And mm-hmm. usually they're not overpopulated with the riffraff. You know, yeah. You, know, you can't really do the riffraff. The riffraff. Can't, can't do it. But I think it's interesting how Caribbean people are able to maintain who they are and their cultures. I mean, you know, we live up here in the Bronx, and Dunhill is literally little genital.
0: Yeah, And you definitely. get
1: everything need and everything that you sure. want. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: can I just say, I did have a, as Anthony would say, a hankering. Mm-hmm. For some Haitian food, and I could not find like any Haitian food. Like this was on Friday, mm-hmm. and you know, like I love Haitian food, but you really need Haitian food when you go to Brooklyn. Like that's where you find Haitian food. Right. So I had to remember that at one point, like one of my coworkers had told me there was a Haitian spot in Harlem. Mm-hmm. So like I hit her up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what's the name of the Haitian spot again?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "It closed." And I was like, "Covid takes everything from us." And then she was <laughs> like, "It was before Covid," which made me feel like a little bit better, but for the most part oh, no yes. but wait randomly now there's a Haitian restaurant on 10th Avenue and I was like how did a Haitian restaurant end up on 10th Avenue in Manhattan there's are no, Haitian I people go. over there it's so random like I don't even know the name of the spot but it's literally on 10th Ave in Manhattan that is very random there's Haitian people that live over there I don't know how they end up over there it's crazy at all but why, they don't in, why are they not in the Bronx though or why they don't end up reaching the Bronx do you ever think about it now, you ever run into a Haitian person in the box No. Actually, I only know Haitian people
1: through our old friend who was Haitian.
0: hmm Um mm-hmm. Shall not be named.
1: You know, we still love him. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen. He is a lifer. Sure, yes. He, he's a lifer, um, but we're not going to put him on blast right now. You'll get your time. Mm-hmm. You'll get your shine. You'll we'll probably hear this. Which is dope because, <laughs> you know, I love him. Just but relax. Just calm down. Relax. Why do you be such a hater. Now? Like, I'm not being a hater. A I just hate like, just relax.
0: Just a hater. calm down. Anyway, yeah. Haitian yeah. people in the Bronx.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I don't really remember meeting a lot of Haitian people outside of college. When I lived in Florida for that short time, oh, I met nothing but Haitians.
0: Yeah, little Haiti.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think here in New York, you meet a lot of Jamaicans, a lot of training people, of course, um, like all of those kind of folks. Like you don't really the know Big like Island people, Haitians, you know, yeah, the Big Island people. Mm-hmm. That I mean, don't I'm, learn geography, yeah, them people, like,
0: yeah, for sure, but yeah,
1: definitely.
0: You know, talking about Haitian people, I mean, how crazy was it the other day that they assassinated their president? Yeah,
1: that was. wild. I thought that so. was
0: really, really wild. But you know, what was even more wild is that, so Wilson, Candy's husband, and he's Haitian, he Mm -hmm. was actually sending me some Haitian facts. Mm. And this is actually not their first president to be assassinated. It's their third president to be assassinated. Why are they assassinating their presidents? And I was just like, this is so wild. I mean, what's your theory on the assassination? Like, Who did it? You think it's some like group in Haiti? rose up and they got sick and tired or now that you know that there have been previous assassinations is this some sort of political body we're not going to say who but is a political body who's intentionally doing this
1: um i don't know if it's like a specific body that is planning these assassinations and executing them Uh but i think haiti has such a reputation for corrupt governance that it makes sense that there would be actors that need to seek revenge, need to attack in some way, change the government in some way, or even
0: just send a message
1: by killing government officials. Totally makes sense.
0: When you just said that that Haiti, sorry, has a reputation for corrupt governance, I thought about the fact that that is certainly the reputation that Haiti has with the rest of the world, right? Like, that is what we see in the media. And there are many other things that we see. They're a resilient nation. They've gone through so much. And when you said it just now, it struck a chord with me because I think it's so daunting that Haiti being, what was it, the first country to be free, like the first set of people, first set of slaves who rose up and said, we are sick of this shit, we've had enough. And they've literally been paying the cost of the audacity that they had to be free. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about this idea of corrupt governance, potentially there is corrupt governance in Haiti, or is it just that Haiti has continued to push back with developed nations around certain political issues? Yeah, um, you know more politics than me. When you when you watch all your CNN and your, well, just your CNN, you know, what's what's the read?
1: I actually haven't seen anything at all about Haiti. Um, at Since it happened? Yeah, no, I've yeah, just talking so. about it.
0: They were on Twitter, you know, if you would get on Twitter, I mean, you're on Twitter, but if you'd really be on it, yeah, they were talking about it. You know my thing with the social media. I'm a scroller, right?
1: I'm not really a person who uh-huh. actively posts things, uh-huh, uh-huh. although I need to be, because I want to share the things I have going on. Do you? Maybe. Mm. But you know what's cool, though, is that I have been getting into Instagram stories, because it's so easy to just turn s- your yeah. video on and record something and post it, yeah. so So I will too. get on the Twitter. Oh, God. And the Twitter. The Twitter.
0: The Twitter. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll get into it. Maybe I'll figure out what's happening in Haiti. But I really but haven't been seen paying it. that much attention to it. Yeah,
0: I, I was actually... I mean, Anthony watches MSNBC a lot, so they were talking about it shortly thereafter. And they, of course, were going through the timeline of, you know, when Haiti um, got their independence and then them having to pay, you know, all of these millions and millions of dollars to France. Um, and, I mean, it cripples you. Like, how could it not? And so it's like you're in this space of having to, like dig yourself out of a hole, I'm actually going to go to the information that Wilson sent me and it literally says here 1838 Haiti accepts to pay its bullies, and this is the person's words, not mine, 21 billion dollars in today's money. Damn. In 1911 the USA funds acquisition of Haiti's treasury. Mm. 1915, President Wilbron Gouleme is violently assassinated. Oh. Also in that same year, USA invades Haiti and takes possession of their gold reserve. Wow. Okay. So, in the series of facts that I was reading, and I'm not going like to go through all of it, but it was a three or four, no, five, like, sets of tweets on Twitter where they were talking about the fact that they have been the target of all of these, like, things. And I think to myself, like, wow, like, when I think about the, the resiliency that the Haitian people demonstrate, I don't know if... on! So when I think about the resiliency that the Haitian people demonstrate, like... I don't know if I could like I just like how do you how do you have the will to just continue keep pushing forward and pushing forward even though like you're getting shit thrown at you you're waiting and shit and you're just like you still have like this positive outlook and this positive disposition like I I mean you already know that I couldn't do it like I personally would not be able to
1: I mean I also don't know for sure that they have a positive disposition about their life and the things that's
0: going on. I don't know. I mean, I think that they very much make the best out of it. Like, they lead with a lot of, they lean into their resiliency as a people. From the Haitians that I know, it's like they seem ambitious and driven, and it's like they are determined to better themselves, which could also be like just a West Indian thing or an immigrant, immigrant thing.
1: thing. It yes. could also be an immigrant thing. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that that's unique to. Haitians, I mean, shout out to the Haitians nonetheless. I mean, that Jean Jean rice is everything. So we do need those folks in the world. Shout out to Soup Jumun.
0: Soup Jumun. Soup Jumun. Oh, the New Year's Day soup. Yes! It's so good! Good. Again, you know, they really need a Haitian spot somewhere uptown, though. Yeah, right. Yo, what was the name of that place? Combite. (laughs) Combeet! <laughs> oh oh. beat was lit! It's so good. I really love their food. It tastes like authentic Haitian food. Like shout no. out to Combiet. I always have like a it's like a neighborhood spot. And like remember remember when we were there, like we met the owners and their two yes. sisters. It's still open. And they had live, live music. They had live music. Wait, they're open? Yeah, they're still open. So they survived. Why are we going to Combiet? because I want to check out something else love kombi but I want to try this other Asian we are going
1: to kombi we could do both yo kombi was so lit remember they had the live music the night we Yeah, that was dope
0: that I feel like they they always tend to but like the getting back to this whole thing of being an immigrant um, I think it's incredibly um impressive like I am in awe of it um, It is hard sometimes, like, getting up as a black woman living in the U.S. who's only been living here for, what, what did we say? Like, a little over 10 years. Oh, God, maybe it's more than that. I just don't even want to know the number.
1: Um, well, but whatever it
0: is, like, whatever it is, like, I find sometimes that it's very heavy thinking about the existence and who we are as a people. And so I cannot even imagine, like, how burdensome it is to just be in that for so much longer i mean i don't know it's a lot it's definitely a lot i don't know the
1: haitians are a lot but good for them i think caribbean people have a lot going for themselves in this country in terms of our work ethic and the things that we feel like we need to do to make sure we take care of our families back home Mm um but I love that we're able to maintain our culture and maintain who we are and our dialect and all of that sort of that stuff. That is where we started really, this, huh? really <laughs> dope. You know, I'm good at the circle back. Oh,
0: yeah. Thank you. you know, and we're back. The circle back.
1: Yeah. But then even within that, there's a
0: lot of things that are just uniquely West Indian things. hmm Right? You're going to give the audience a working example because... You know, I know what you're talking about, but they might not know. Why well, you can't give the example? Because you said it, and you like, it is. seemed like you were going in a good direction, so I just want to be able to facilitate your flow oh, of man. thought. You're welcome. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> Uniquely West things. I don't know, man. We just like a really interesting people
0: we um you really can't come up with an example <laughs> yeah. walking up i would say that the bat. walking up whining oh, oh, oh. but i do realize that we we seem to say walking up more and then other people talk about whining Ah, um, music
1: i think whining feels more globally acceptable because when you say walking up well like nobody really understands what that is because walk
0: comes from work, <laughs> you know, you <laughs> when you put in a lot, a lot of work, yes, to move your waist, yeah, it's a lot of waist, it's a lot of ass, it's a lot of gyration, right. so walking up, but I think people
1: better understand it if you said whining. As opposed to
0: walking up, a walking up might really be a small island thing. Maybe it is. I think a big it, island thing. I think it definitely is a very much a small island thing. Yeah. Which also, I, can I just say side note? I really feel like Apple should have at this point come out with a whining emoji. Like there I, is one. No. What? Well, I feel like I've seen there's it before. A, there's a salsa emoji, or the, maybe the person's doing merengue. But there's definitely a a Latin woman who is dancing. But I have not seen a whining. Emoji, And I'm putting it out here because maybe somewhere along the line, maybe someone from Apple is going to hear this. And it's like, we need a whining emoji. Uh, I need that. Yeah. I With some kum like shots that. and a crop top and some sneakers. You we need that, that, that I don't know anyone that can make that. Does That's your boyfriend crazy. make it? Because he have like 65 jobs. He sure
1: does. He's very African. He probably <laughs> can make it. <laughs> shout out to the Africans
0: with out the 10 to the jobs. Africans with the 10 jobs and the work ethic That's and all right. of the things and all of the things those are the ones that are, are going to be successful in this world they for sure or the people who are you know as they say around the world fucking up fucking up yeah I don't know about all that what did you, you didn't like it when, when she spoke about it or what did you think of it
1: um, I think that the term that they used felt awkward. Like, it didn't feel like it landed well. Mm.
0: Let me think about that. Um, so, for those who have not watched, this is, like, I don't remember which part of the series it was, but it's an episode in Run the World where Sanji, Sandy, sorry, um, and her boyfriend who is a professor they have um, like a cocktail hour at their brownstone and she's interacting with one of the professors and she spoke about this idea of fucking up which is a woman should be able or a man should be able to sleep with someone who can improve their station in life I think that the term sounds a bit I know what you mean like it doesn't we have not heard it used in this context Um, and of course there there was something very intentional about her use of the word it's raw it's explicit Mm -hmm. Um, but it it very much gets at what she's talking about but yeah I mean we haven't heard it coined in this same way but forget about the coining of it like what do you think about the concept of it? I mean I guess I come at it in such a different way
1: because I'm also a person that is very much in love with love I don't necessarily believe that love needs to be uh, calculated or opportunistic or anything like that like I feel like it needs to be organic and it needs to feel genuinely connected for sure and genuinely connective Mm -hmm. so when your intention is to have sex in order to have upward social mobility or career mobility I just don't think that you are coming at it In the right way Right In quotation marks I
0: I get it That that is subjective I was just about to say What is the right way Because there's so much Gray in between Certainly Where that is And where everything is But I think If you're gonna fuck to
1: Improve your Social status Or your class Or whatever the case is Then don't call it love And don't call it a relationship Just call it Fucking to Fucking to fuck Fuck Fucking to fuck (laughs) You know what I mean Like I I just don't see the point of calling it anything other than that, if that is what the intention is. Mm. And I think in Run the World, she's actually intending to have a relationship. She has a relationship with the suitor's child. Like, I think he's a professor, and then... Yeah, what's his name again? I'm, like, totally what blanking on his name right now. But Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dude. From super fine being Mary Jane shout out
0: to all of the fine actors on run the world absolutely they, they are a really so good so, yeah so, so good.
1: I, I don't think it's um it's necessary to call it anything other than what it is
0: yeah so that's
1: where I come at it from
0: yeah I mean that whole exchange was so there was like Sandy had such a visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. And then Ella and Renee were like, yes, especially Renee. Renee was like, yes, I get it. Like, that's what I'm trying to do type of thing. Um, And I think that there are people who are obviously going to like lean into it more because they're just like, but why not, though? Like, and I do agree with you. Like, you know, I am someone who is emotional and I want to be able to connect deeply and explore and truly get to know someone in a really intimate way. And when you think about like the concept of fucking up it just seems to make it very transactional mm-hmm. which it's like you don't want to feel like it is a transaction Right Because it takes away like the human element the softness and the emotions of the experience or, or maybe it doesn't maybe for some people this is just like a like it layers on but for me it's like it wouldn't it would also not be my approach it would also not be my approach
1: i also think like if the the person who you're fucking in order to get to this new social class is aware that that is your intention and they can somehow find whatever their incentive is for fucking below their class or helping you along your way If that is what their intention is mm-hmm. Then that's fine Then we're all on the same page And we are super open about what this transaction is mm-hmm. But if the, if one party feels that this is love And the other party is like Yeah, I this is not love I'm really just doing this because I need to move to this other social class
0: Then I don't, you know, that's, that's not cool
1: hmm. Transparency,
0: guys Transparency When you said that just now It reminded me and like tangentially, I was thinking about arranged marriages. Um, Because arranged marriages are set up such that there is a coming together of two families Mm -hmm. and a generally pulling together of social resources, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And in many ways, it's like you're making very intentional decisions about, I am pairing you with this person because I think that this person will be good for like X, Y, and Z reason. And the love aspect of it is, it's like an add-on. It's like a thing that you, the cherry on top. Like, let's set this up, right? Like, you're a strong family, we're a strong family, here are the things that we have to bring to the table, and here are the things that you have to bring to the table. Let's do this first and then figure out the other stuff. And in some ways, some people might argue that that is transparent in and of itself
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that's what triggered me just now when you said that yeah I can see that
1: mm-hmm. yeah I certainly can see that um, I just generally believe in everyone that's in the party knows what's happening at the party we know yes. what's in the drinks <laughs> we know We know what's in the drinks <laughs> what's in the past, our yes what's happening, we know what's happening yes we know the music, we feel good about the music uh-huh, uh-huh. we don't know what's going on like I'm not going to walk into the party and find it's a techno party when I really plan for dance hall and reggae,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're clear on what we're getting into. Exactly. Very clear expectations of what we're getting into. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's important. For sure. Super, super important. Well, that was a lot. We covered quite a ton. Yeah, a couple of random things in there, too. As per usual. As per usual, I definitely would love to talk more about Run the World, like the entire series, like now it's done. Okay. Next time. Yeah, next time. For sure. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We are at time today because, you know, the conversation went where it went and it ended where it ended. Mm -hmm. And we feel good and now we can go. So, thank you so much for tuning in to Two Girls. And a few thoughts.